Thanks on all to Fearless in Devotion, the Wrexham AFC podcast, sponsored by whom, Tim? Uh, the fattest of wild animals, the fat boar. Fat boar, wonderful establishment. Thank you very much for their continued support. Um, thank you all very much for your support, uh, for the comments after last week's podcast with Rob and Ryan. Um, we really enjoyed it, you may have noticed, and it was great of them to give us... Um, their time, which we really appreciated. I thought it went well, didn't it, lads? Yeah. <laughs> An enthusiastic response from this side. <laughs> Andy is still we should uh, qualify this. Andy has just run a half marathon. Congratulations, Andrew. I left it all out there. <laughs> How can I say? Can you talk? Are you, are you... No, it's fine. It's just I didn't know I was doing it till Wednesday, so I haven't trained for it. And I, I was fine until the last three miles and I thought right big push big push and the big push never came race in fact I went backwards I just have to sign up next year and do it then well congratulations anyway you know it's a it's an achievement in in and of itself um but speaking of last week's podcast um we had a great response didn't we you know we were inundated with with viewers uh remarkable scenes um Liam uh any any comments sort of yeah have your attention For- Fortunately, the the listeners and the viewers were more enthusiastic than a post-race Andy Gilpin. Um, So plenty of enthusiasm there. So starting off on Red Passion. Yes, believe it or not, you know, it gets a bad rep, but we have had lots of positivity on there. We love Red Passion. So Prodigal Dragon says, more great stuff. I guess Rob and Ryan will be here more often, starting with a race course gig in a few days' time. Um, safe to say they want success, not just for themselves, but for the whole North Wales community. Uh, I think that definitely came across uh, when we spoke to them. Uh, Virtual Dragon says, well done all on finally getting Rob and Ryan onto the podcast. I listened earlier on Spotify and it sounded like a very relaxed and natural interview on both sides. Uh, as was somewhat alluded to in the interview, hopefully they'll be able to do some further ones with you in the future when time permits. Yes, we would definitely be very happy with that. And uh, Rex01, uh, in terms of who we would we should get on next, suggests Jefferson Louis. Wow, that would uh, Does that he would remember top everything. That would be a fall from grace from Rob. Sorry, no disrespect to Jefferson Louis. Scored some belties at the time, right? But that would—that's a strange suggestion for directly after Rob and Ryan. <laughs> yeah, we've had a, we've had a couple of those. Um, but on Twitter again, good feedback continuing to pour in. Jason Lewis, who I believe does those awesome drone videos of the um, of the race courses, has been building work going on. Says, what a breath of fresh air this episode is both Rob and Ryan giving time and speaking honestly, openly, and giving down-to-earth views on the club. We actually deserve these two as owners after what the club has endured over the past decades. Yeah, very well said on that front. Um, Christian McHale says, a fantastic watch. Thank you, guys, and thank you, Chairman. Couldn't help smiling like an eejit. I like that word, watching throughout that. Some great insight, and I like the anecdote about Jordan Davis signing a ball for Paul Mullin and saying that Rosie Jones would have scored four. Um, and not not Rosie all Paul... Hughes. Rosie Hughes, yeah. Oh, sorry, I don't... That's that's my typo, actually, I should say, not Christian. So slap on the wrist for me, terrible. I was going <laughs> to say, though, not not all positive, Liam. Not, we don't want to turn into a mutual backslapping society. I, I, I did enjoy this comment from... And as I say, all comments, all feedback welcome. Francis Lynch. 
586 subscribers. Seriously, if you can get access to such people at Wrexham, you should take this seriously and up your game professionally. Francis, thank you for the feedback. Uh, all, all, all we can say is we all work full time and we do this as a hobby. Uh, cannot str- And also, I cannot stress this enough. If it offends you, please don't listen. Or might, should I not be saying that to, to listeners? <laughs> were, were they referring uh, to my thumb uh, last week? Is that what it was? Well, you've had your fingers in your mouth for the first five minutes. So, I mean, it's, it, every part of your body is uh, going to be in this. Uh... Listen, what I put in my mouth is none of your business. So, as I've told you many times. <laughs> Um, I'll just go through just a few more. We're on 1.2, um, well, yeah, 1,200 subscribers now. So thanks, Francis. That went up more yeah. than yeah. double. Yeah. So there we uh, just, I won't bore you all to death with comments, but just a couple more. Caroline loves the idea of Taylor Swift playing at the race course and says, sort it out, Ryan. So the gauntlet's been laid down very much on that one. Um, a West Ham fan, David O'Rourke, on YouTube says he's jealous of the fact that the owners of our club have sat down with a fan podcast. Um, yeah, I think that that's a, one bit of feedback we've had quite a lot. So mm. we are extremely grateful to have had them on because, you know, as an opportunity, it's not one that we, you know, we, we hoped for. It's, it's one we hoped for, but not one that we, you know, we expected. So we're very grateful for that. Uh, and, and, and also, I think it is worth saying as well that they don't actually, despite what you might assume, they don't actually do much media at all in terms yeah. of arranged interviews. Most of the outrageously, and I would agree, sometimes oversaturated press content just comes from organically from stuff that they do and stuff that they well, say stuff they online. Tweet, isn't it? Exactly. Stuff they tweet and they react to. So, so yeah, no, we're right, very, we're, we, you know, it's great that we that we got them on, and you know, I think testament to what they're doing that they would give that time to a to a fans podcast rather than the ridiculous amount of requests for interviews. I'm sure that they get. Yeah, and just um, one final one because I love compliments. Martin Hopley says, "Brilliant interview, gentlemen, and it's good to see you Welshmen are as good looking." as the American Canadian stars. So I think that's me specifically, but if you guys want to take that uh, credit on board as well, you know, you're perfectly welcome to. Well, what did Rob say before we started recording as well? Cause I still haven't quite worked out how to take his comment. Wasn't it that we all look younger than we sound or do we look older than we sound? No, he said younger. Okay. I think. Apart from me. I, I don't <laughs> no, know. Apart I from Tim. Of... Is that because we're not sprightly enough when we talk? I don't know. I mean, right. either hey. it was a disaster. Before hey. <laughs> last week's podcast, I thought I'd give myself a bit of a glow up. And so I went into the to, to the bathroom and thought what I thought was just like normal moisturizer, but apparently it wasn't. And like if you look, um, if you look closely at last week's podcast, got real big sort of bags out under my eyes. Uh, and that's because I've put the wrong moisturizer on, some sort of retinal stuff. And all the way through it, it was absolutely stinging my ass. Incredible. Absolutely horrible. Anyway, well, uh, that's stayed away from my... Uh, from well, cream from my space. If you didn't, yeah, if you didn't, more proof of uh, how incredibly professional that we are. Uh, that was it. Anyway, let's, shall we, shall we move on from last week? We really appreciate it. And um, no yeah, guests just, today. Just, just one quick to that because I got asked, I got asked loads of times by people saying, "Did you have to send the questions through to him to be vetted first? No, we didn't. And the answer, the long and short of it, is no, um, we didn't at all. So, 
again it just kind of gives you an idea of how relaxed they were about it and you know we're not here to stitch anybody up either so it was going to be a fairly kind of relaxed kind of pub chat which is what a lot of people said that it just felt like a bunch of mates chatting in in a room like you know it was it was like this sixth or seventh time that we've been chatting so so that was really nice and yeah just wanted to thank everybody you know echo everybody's thoughts in here for the feedback and 35,000 views or whatever it's had on youtube which is just mad and it's had loads of headlines I'm sure andy will mention now yeah i mean headlines uh obviously i was i was guarding this i was i, I went out on a bit uh on a bit yeah. over the top over the uh First out of last week, if you didn't link back to Fearless and Devotion, you got a strongly worded email from Andy Gilpin, Media Impresario. So lots of interest. Um, it went to PA, so that went to most of uh, most of uh, Britain. Uh, New York posted a piece on the Ollie Palmer shirt. Um, the uh, Daily Mirror did a piece with a little bit from me, actually. Um, they wanted me to, to talk about it. Uh, so I did like a little comment piece underneath uh, but I, I, instead of I, I made it we, chaps. Don't worry. Don't worry. This, is, this isn't oh, the Andy Gilpin show. We know that. Um, it, should, it should be, though. Oh, well, I mean, people would just come for the comedy uh, mm. the comedy value of uh, yes. me trying to... Oh, I've got to admit Tim. Should we leave him for a little bit? <laughs> All right, we'll admit him. Um, yeah, uh, New York Post was a good one. Um, who else? The New York Post in America. Remarkable. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, everything that you do... We do do over here gets picked up over there because they are such sort of global global icons there was a bit in australia as well um there was a bit um obviously the mail and the and the, and the sun took a took a little, little bit from it and i would say liam i would say 90 percent linked back to the podcast so you know i shall call off my dogs for rupert murdoch's empire and and the mail but a little bit that's a good that's a good link back rate. I'd say we're good at that. Anyway, let's move on from last week. Um, as I was saying earlier, no guests this week, as you may have guessed already, but we have oh, got yeah, we've got some good ones. We got out. some we got some belters on the way. So stay tuned for that. Some that we've had a lot of requests for in the past, hopefully are coming to fruition this week. So we're very excited to share those with you. Um before that though, um Let's talk about some other news. Liam, uh, COP news, as as expected, sort of plans to to start pretty soon. Yeah, in terms of the you know like the the news itself, I mean, what's come out is a pretty standard planning planning thing, but it's essentially confirming that work will will start as expected on June the first, which I think is the news that we'd all hoped for. Everything still appears to be on plan. Um, there's some site management details in terms of. Um, you know which where which access points they're going to be using off Crispin Lane and Mould Road, uh, which isn't too too exciting. But I think that as I said, the main headline is it'll be going ahead as planned in June, and I think the the aim is that it'll be ready for the start of the 2024-25 season. So that's an incredible turnaround when you think about it, isn't it? Yeah, great news, and um, you know, hopefully they'll they can learn how to be even quicker for when we need to retrofit our other stands as we're flying up the leagues. Who knows what discussions we'll be having in a year or two's time? Uh, anyway, um, another uh, footballer wants to play for us, or another another has been footballer. Sorry, Morton Gamst Pedersen, uh, Tim. Everyone, him and Hal Robson Carlos seem to want to be our strikers next season. 
Yeah, so um, some fellow from Sports Bible has decided to speak to Morton Gamps Pedersen, he of Blackburn Rovers and, and Norway fame. And I think he's now, what, what age is he at now? I can't even remember what, what age 41. he is. 41. Okay, so slightly older than, than Ben Foster. Um, and then there's just loads of stuff about his general career and what, what he's up to these days and so on and so forth and his time at Blackburn and so on. But and it just inevitably goes to the Wrexham story. And he said he's enjoying the whole saga, enjoyed the documentary. And then he was asked, you know, would he would he play for us if given the chance or the call by Parkey? Um, and shock surprise, the answer would be, of course he would. Of course he'd fly back from his homeland to uh, join the Hollywood Revolution. Uh, and I just find it a bit weird and a bit odd because surely it's a non-story. A, Parker doesn't want him. B, um, where does he fit into that midfield? It's just, it's that weird time of year, isn't it? First, it was Sorba Thomas. Then there was mention of Johnny Williams, which has legs because of the link with Ollie Palmer <laughs> being friends. Johnny Williams has no um, legs. <laughs> no, yeah, there's been a glass. There is that. Yeah. <laughs> there is that. Uh, but yeah, the, the, the Morgan Gams pen is it's just mate, it's just really weird. I'm trying I'm trying to find the quote for it now because no, it's I've, a I've, very I've seen it, mate. I've got long story. I've got a little time for Pedersen on this one because obviously it's an interview about his career and they've just tagged on the Wrexham question at the end, but they know that if it's gonna get hits, they put Wrexham yeah. up in the up in the headline. And so, yeah. you know, what he actually says was, Oh yeah, I'd love another adventure. I'm 41. I, f- I think I can still I can still do a job. Yeah, of course I'd play for Wrexham. And also, if you if you get asked that question, what a boring way to answer it would be like, oh no, I'm probably you know a bit too old for that now. Do you know what I mean? Like he's just he's probably just having a bit of banter. But as you say, we have to just get used to now. You know, how often would we see an article in Sports Mail or, or anything that mentions Wrexham? Never. And now, as as Andy says, he 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 works in the cut and thrust of the of the clickbait industry. Oh uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. All right, Reese. Knows exactly you can resurrect how to get... any forty-year-old footballer from the Premier League. Who are you having for Wrexham? Resurrect a forty. Why do you need to well, resurrect? You have to resurrect. A They're not dead. Footballer. They're not dead. A four... If I could resurrect a forty-year-old footballer who's not dead, <laughs> any, anyone from the nineties, anyone from the nineties, you can have back again, and they will play for Wrexham. From Who'd the nineties. Oh, t- you remember the nineties, Reese? Not really. It's my era. I well, it's the noughties is my era. Well, I I would God, I would have liked to have seen question. some. JJ Okocha, I would like yeah. to see play for Wrexham in it at his at his Bolton best. So good, they named him twice. Liam, Indeed. I, I'm just going to go stupid answer and say Paolo One Chop, just because I used to love his name as a kid. Okay, Tim, anyone from Wasps or? <laughs> uh, no, two guy. Remember him? Yeah, yeah, he the was smoking Turk. Yeah, he looked like a sort of like a Turkish James Bond. And I just imagine he'd be, he'd be quite decent. He'd be quite James decent. James Bond? Yeah. When I think of James Bond, I do not think of two guy. I'll be honest. Um, right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pervert the question a little bit. I'm going to say that we don't need a player from the 90s. We're dealing with a lot of glitz and glamour. We're dealing with a lot of big time players at the moment. Jingle jangle, we need big Ron back. We'll, we'll have big Ron Jingle jangle. That's his. That's what happens when Big Ron run, walks into a room. 
I'll be honest. I, I ran six half marathons in one year once, and it does funny things to your brain. It doesn't stop your legs. It just mashes your head. I don't know what you're talking about. Big <laughs> Ron. Yeah, it's a big Ron. Right. By the way, sorry to go off script again, but I've just Googled, right. I've just Googled two guy, and there's absolutely in no universe is he com- to be compared with James Bond. He, he he looks like Jesus, maybe, but like he's got quite a sort of mad mane of hair. That's, that's pretty pretty decent. Yeah. Oh my God, it's James Bond. Where did you get <laughs> exactly. the picture James Bond from? Where's that picture exactly. from? There's, that doesn't remotely resemble the picture. Double O Seven license to chill. Oh, that's what I did there. Very good. Anyway, okay, let's move on from this conversation. Um, the soccer tournament, uh, Andy. Uh, is, this is this American seven aside thing that we've had some news on that. We, Wrexham's uh, seven aside team lineup has been announced. Some some familiar names, some players from the recent past and the not so recent past playing. You know what? If we were going to sort of say who do you want to resurrect from the nineties or the noughties, well, there was a couple here. We could have had uh, Morel and Trundle up front. You know, last we were talking about this with Morel uh, for the hundredth one, and I was looking at him going, "You could play in this, mate." I mean, how old is he now? Forty six, forty seven. Maybe maybe a little bit older, but you know he, he keeps himself in shape. Trundle certainly does. He still plays down your neck of the woods, doesn't he? He does. Up for another, yeah, up for another, up for another club. So if we sort of go through the, the team, Mark Howard. I mean, I mean, you know, he's he's a full time goalkeeper. Yeah. Um, uh, so we've got a bit of youth in there. With um, we've got Dan Jarvis, who you know is an incredibly skillful player. Probably can't put it together for an 11-a-side team. But Probably suits what, a 7 aside game, you know, yeah. that kind of control. Mm. Yeah, and fitness. Um, mm. And then we've got Scott Butler, another uh, lad who sort of was in and around the team, Not didn't really get a chance for us, but I think he's early 20s, isn't he? So a bit of, bit of legs there. Um, you've got experience with Rutherford and Carrington. I mean, Rutherford's... Perfect player for a seven-a-side, playing a few positions and absolutely will never stop running. Right, a couple of strange ones here. George Boyd, that Wrexham legend, um, played for Peterborough. Um, Hull, Hull, I think I can I can remember him having a good uh, sort of spell with as well. I think he played in the Premier League. I could always I could always see that he was a fantastic footballer. I did wonder if he had that pace to really make it at the top level. But again, at a seven aside, maybe that doesn't matter much. And also Liam Grimshaw. Right, I'm going to read you his profile, answers on a postcard. A former Manchester United Youth Academy graduate and ex-England Youth International, the 28-year-old's career breakthrough came in Scotland with Motherwell, who he played more than 100 times for. Last season, he was with Greenock Morton. Um, you know what? I wish I'd play football, football manager more now because I probably know players like that. Um, and now I don't. because no, no. Sorry, mate. Never heard of you. Good old Grimmy. Good old Grimmy. If well, Grimshaw brings brings home the the, the million quid. Yeah. Um, well, can we just clarify that? So we're obviously playing for a million dollar prize money, and presumably the club gets that right after after Trundle and Morel get their sort of cut. Yeah, yeah I, I, I would so, say yeah. so. But they'd give it to charity, wouldn't they? Does the club really need a? Well, I think any club needs a million quid. But yeah, um, I do wonder sort of if you sort of take a take off prize money for other. I wonder if it's a million pound for the winner or is it a million pound prize money? I, I, so it's one million dollars winner takes all. Oh, wow. Yeah. There you go. Come on, Grim. Come on, Grimmy. 
Come on, Grimmy, you can do it, son. Right, anyway, Absolutely. good luck to them. That, that's happening in two weeks' time, I believe. So obviously we'll uh, we'll be keeping a close eye on that. Um, but look, let's wrap this up soon so we don't witter on all evening. Um, let's talk about League Two because it's now almost finalised. I feel like we may be kind of jumping the gun a bit here, but it's always good. I was watching Stockport and uh, Salford that great semi-final yesterday. Um, so Salford will definitely still be in League Two next season, which will be interesting. Uh, what happened with Bradford and Carlisle? Uh, Carlisle beat Bradford. There we go. So Bradford will be a great away day next year as well. Proper club. Who are the, the teams that you're really looking out for next season? Somebody pointed out before that um, Salford would be delighted to stay in this division because they're going to share the hate from other clubs with Wrexham and MK Dons now. So it's not just going to be them that are hated in that division. Everybody's going to have the, the knives out for us and and the old franchise FC. So it's a weird one. There's so many, like you said, Bradford are a, a huge club, but, you know, um, just big attendances don't get you promoted, do they? So, you know, massive club. Will they stick with Mark Hughes? Probably. Matt Darbish is there as well, obviously ex Wrexham. And I think they'll definitely have another crack at it. They'll be well backed. Um, if Stockport don't do it, they'll be well backed. Um, and, you know, looking at Carlisle yesterday, there are no mugs, absolutely no mugs at all. But there's quite a few. There's quite a few up there. Uh, there's some, some big, solid teams. Can't see Tranmere doing anything. They seem to be going on the slide a bit now, getting cheap managers and stuff. But. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what to, I don't know what to make of it. There's, there's a lot of big hitters in that division now. And th- there's been a few comments this week that um, would suggest that because we're favourites, us and Notts County being installed as favourites for the title and them second favourites. Some people are saying, well, yeah, I'd expect us to be in the playoffs regardless. But some fans of other clubs have said, well, it's not as easy as you might think it is. A lot of League Two games are apparently a lot tighter we're not going to see Wrexham scoring six and seven goals here, there and everywhere. So let's not count our chickens too early, but we, we are in, in, in a decent position. But we've got some we've got some big fish to, to take on for sure. I think Lake Norient lost nine games last season, you know, and still won the league relatively comfortably. So one thing's for sure, you know, we're not going to go through a, a season and only losing three games. So we're going to have to get used to that. Um, that might be a bit of a culture shock, actually, out of the last sort of 18 months. The, the unbelievable win rate we've had sort of post post January transfer window in the first season really post Ollie Palmer um but I mean Andy what you know what are your we'll do a proper league two preview obviously sort of when the when the fixtures come out and everything but what are your early thoughts on how we're going to get on next year I think we're used to winning I think the squad is used to winning I think they'll bring winners in I think they've cut it a little bit and I'm I'm not expecting a massive overhaul I expect two or three quality players to come in and those quality players will want to get out of League Two pretty quickly, I think. Um, I also think, you know, as we've sort of alluded to, you can lose a few games and still go up. So it's not every match isn't a do or die must have, you know, every loss isn't a disaster. In many ways, it might be a little bit more fun. You might go away to the likes of, I don't know, Forest Green and lose, but then, you know, two or three wins puts you right back up there. Uh, great. I'm, I'm all for that. Swindon. I uh, just want to say Swindon, uh, my, my missus is from Swindon. And so that's the one that we've been looking at um, as a, a nice trip down the M4. Yeah, I'm very much looking as a as a southern based red. I'm very excited for the better accessibility. Uh, Swindon, 
uh, Walsall, even Forest Green, Newport, Newport. obviously, uh, obviously, that's weird. Let's not talk about it, but it goes without saying, Liam, that we're all quite keen to turn Newport over. Oh God, yeah, I, I've, I've always got this memory, and it sticks with me. That, so it's quite haunting. Obviously, the playoff final we lost to them. And I sat in the tube up as this Newport fan and his kid, and oh, all I can remember is just. There was a smug air about him is is what really wound me up. Just really sort of it wasn't it wasn't complete gloating, but just just enough to make to make your skin crawl. So for that reason, <laughs> just enough to make your skin crawl. <laughs> if, if I could have thrown him off the tube, um, but yeah, I don't, don't know what it is about Newport, but oh, I just always want to beat them. I remember that there was a great game where we beat them one nil. Andy Mangan got the only goal, and it was absolute cracker. And yeah, I, I, all I'm saying is I, I hate Newport. Um, oh, and you're Swindon lot of slugs as well. Uh, yeah, they are slugs. Um, <laughs> Reese has just disappeared. Now, um, before we sort of tie up, it's like how many, how many teams have, have you not been away to? So I can count five. I've not, I've never been to, never been to Salford, uh, never been to a MK Dons. I've never been to Harrogate. I've never been to uh, what's the other one? Gillingham. Where's that? Part timer. Sorry. Part timer. And I've never been to Doncaster. Um, Where do we stand with this? That I've been to Colchester, but I think they've changed the stadium since. Am I having that? Can I have that one? That's the same as Doncaster, because. You must have went to the old Doncaster's ground. No, never been to Doncaster. Um, Do you have a caveat to this? I'm sure I must have been to Crewe, but I cannot remember it. Guess how many I've... That's your brain just blocking it out, because nobody wants to remember going to the Crewe. Guess how many I've been to out of that that lot? Two. Yeah. Two. (laughs) Tranmere? Tranmere and Crewe? No. Oh, do we have to go through another 24 teams before we, before we get... and Stockport. Tramir and Stockport. Come on, Tim. You must have been pretty close to a full house there. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at it now. So, uh, obviously, Stockport have done. Uh, the ones... Carlisle. I don't think I've been to Carlisle. Um, I've done Bradford. I've done Salford. Done, done Mansfield, which is really good. I've done Barrow once. I've no great designs to go back. Swindon I haven't done. So, Swindon and Carlisle... Grimsby, I have Tranmere, yes, crew, yes. Sutton, I haven't, bizarrely. So Sutton's on my list. Okay. Um, Sutton's on no one's list, but yeah, go yeah. on. Yeah. Gillingham, obviously, Doncaster's new ground. Uh, Colchester, Wimbledon's new ground. Obviously, I've been to the previous grounds. Um, and that's it. So, how I many is that? Three, is it? Um, there are thereabouts. Bradford, I remember we played Bradford. I'm sure it was a Boxing Day or Bank Holiday once. It was, uh, yeah, it's it's a big old ground. Um not very welcoming for what I can remember, but yeah, that's that's about it. There's there's plenty, isn't it? it, it I think it'll be it'll be really interesting to see what sort of allocations we get because obviously the demand is there for for the away games, regardless of what size the stadiums are. But um, it'll be interesting to see what they do in terms of maybe implementing a loyalty scheme going forward. We know the likes of MK Dons and Tranmere and Grimsby will get a decent allocation, but you know, the smaller ones perceived smaller clubs is going to be a bit of a bit of a free-for-all and a bit of a, sh- a scramble again so you know what i'm looking at those teams and i'm thinking there's a stand for an away you don't always get a, a whole stand for an away team in in non-league you will for i would say 90 percent of these 
Um, yeah. Reese, any, any particular one you want to go to apart from yes. Swindon? I'm actually very excited for AFC Wimbledon. Um, yeah. I've always had a soft spot for AFC Wimbledon uh, because of what happened to them. And my very good friends of mine actually live on Plough Lane as part of the development. So got somewhere to stay. Oh, wow. Um, so which they're prized then. Yeah, which is handy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, this is uh, Wimbledon's the closest one to me. It's about four stops away. Hmm. Oh, perfect. Yeah, very much looking forward to that. Um, can I, before we wrap up the pod, can I bring up one thing we haven't really talked about properly? We think we mentioned it a couple of weeks ago, the uh, goalkeeping situation. Um, ben Foster, are we, what, what, what are we thinking? Do we think he's going to take another year? No. Watching, I don't know. I think he is. What I watched him on the latest Fozcast, and there's just something, a little twinkle in his eye. Um, Ollie Palmer was shouting one more year. And I don't know, there's just something about the tone and the look of it that makes me think he is going to sign on. Can I tell I you think... why I bring it up? I have, I have a, a, the, the master plan is why. So Humphrey Carr's mentioned, I think it was on this podcast, but he's mentioned it somewhere publicly, that what they would like to do eventually, though, know, is that they don't, is that Wrexham becomes a real magnet for local players to, to be able to, to come back. Because obviously over the last 15, 20 years, we've just lost so much local talent. Um, and I, well, I would I would love us to see us sign Danny Ward, right? You know, he loves the club and he's obviously a top-class goalkeeper. He ain't coming to League Two. My think, think, uh, thought process is Ben Foster does another season, get us out of League Two, we get to League One, and that's when we sign Danny Ward. Thoughts, feelings, emotions. All right, why don't we just go sign Chris Maxwell now? And you can still go to you can still go to to league top of league one even championship with him. True, is he not of the same caliber? No, you're not going to get. What I don't want to do, mate, is we're quite we're quite stable at the moment with with mm. who we're buying and how much we're paying them. Danny Ward coming in, an international Premier League keeper, breaks that whole that whole wage structure. And you've got the likes of you've got the likes of Mullin saying, "Well, you know, I thought I should be." On, on par with the top earners, I, I think it. I think that's a bit unstable until, I mean, it sounds ridiculous until we get to the championship, and then I think, yeah, maybe. Uh, I mean, I, I can you stop pointing out flaws in my perfect argument and my emotional argument to get Danny Ward back? I don't know. I just, I just think that he could be persuaded to go down to League One. He'll play for peanuts. He's a Wrexham boy. He won't. He won't even. He's, he's, he's not. He's not going to do it. He's not going to do it. Because he's got an international career still to think of. There's no way he's, he's going to do it. He's 25. He's 26. It, that's that's a backward step. If he was 34... In two years? Three years, four years. Not going to happen anytime soon. Can we can we kind of like give a scorecard to Ben Foster? Because I, I, I love Ben Foster. I'm glad we've got him back. But in the eight games, how good was he? Let, in the let's games take away... This. Right. Yeah. In the games All right. Matters, yeah. He's not going to play a full season. He's no, not, not going to play a full season. Here's the Mark Howard No, but it's not. It's not even that. I, I genuinely don't think. I think. I think Howard and Leighton uh, uh, are going to be number two, number three, because we've got extra competitions to deal with, with the cup competitions. And I just, I think Foster's got all these sort of podcast and media commitments, which he loves doing, and, he, and he's trying to grow those. He can't do those as a full-time goalkeeper. Commute into training every day. It's not a million miles away, granted, but I just think I think the snippet of the games he played and the Im- impact he had, he can look at that and go, 
great, happy days. I did what I came, what I did to do, and I did it successfully. Why risk it now? I, I just, I just don't. I, it's a women's situation. If he stays, great. If he doesn't, it's really, really not the end of the world. And you know, it's, it's a thanks and, and good luck. And I just, I just think I think Max, Maxwell's a shrewd move. I really do. He's a really good goalkeeper, but uh, yeah. there's, this, there's this whole thing about oh yeah, but we need to uh, we need to sign young upcoming goalkeepers and take us through the these. These are the same people that are saying, "Come on, Foster, sign another year." So what's it to be? You know, yeah. I think it's Laurie Walker, isn't it, from uh, Barnet? <laughs> <laughs> Over my dead body. I'll, I'll, I mean, I'm knackered, but I will run to Laurie Walker's <laughs> house now and duff him up. Ben, Ben, just stop, stop teasing everybody. You should come on this pod and tell us. Oh, sorry, it's a yeah. um, Someone else end the podcast because I'm on my phone, as you can see. I can't talk. Well, Reese Phone Man is back. Amazing train guy. Yeah, how angry is he? I'm currently angry because I'm baking hot. Is it boiling everywhere else? It's too hot. It's quite warm. Right. Okay. On on that note, angry Reese wants to tie this up. So, can I just say? I don't think Foster will find sign again. I think two games a week and the amount of times he'd have to play is a little bit too much for him. Um, and I don't think we should have a keeper who can only play a Saturday or a Tuesday or something. He needs someone to go all the way through, really. So I, I, for that, I don't think Foster will sign. If he does, great. If he, But I'm not hanging my hat on it. I'm not hanging Tim's hat on it. Um, and yeah, um, that is the last note on, on, on that. So... Reese, do you want to say goodbye so you can you can I don't know. Fine, I yourself? consider myself, yeah, fine. Oh, oh, and now his internet's gone. The final ball flick for this, uh, <laughs> from Don't this was right. this the last week's sublime to this week's ridiculous. In right, yeah. was we right. just apologise. The one person who will like this is Francis. Francis <laughs> yeah, will well, think this yeah. is great. Um, okay, on. right. Uh, Liam, thanks very much for your time. Tim, thanks very much for yours. Um, let's say goodbye. Reese, can you give us a goodbye? Bye. <laughs> right, okay. Top quality.